City have taken the lead. A lovely free kick found the head of the Birmingham City captain. It's a dangerous ball, it's a looping header, and it's a goal against the run of play for Birmingham City. Abby Grant. It's a lovely finish into the top corner. Guided in by Lucy Whip. Just gently lofted out of the reach of the keeper. Might be another chance for another goal. Cracking save by Hampton. Welcome everyone to the Greats in 68 podcast, the dedicated weekly women's football show about all things Birmingham City. I'm Craig Hadley and I'm joined this week by Kaz and Stacey. We'll start with Stacey. How have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Craig. Yourself? Yeah, I've not been too bad. What about you, Kaz? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Thank you. Glad to hear it. We begin this week's show with a bit of a transfer bonanza. Since we recorded last week, Birmingham City have signed another three players, two of which are on loan. Let's start with Georgia Brome, who rejoins the club on loan from Everton. She made four appearances last season at centre-back and have gave us much-needed depth in that defensive area. The club teased that a former player will be returning and Twitter went into overdrive at the prospect of who it could be. I think, like many fans, I thought it would be someone who hadn't been there for a while. However, it's a pleasant surprise, nonetheless, that Georgia is back again. Uh, what are your thoughts on the signing, Kaz? Oh, I think it's an amazing signing. Obviously, when she was left out the Everton squad the other day, um, there was speculation whether she was injured or she was going on loan. Um, I'm just glad she's agreed to come back to us for another season. Yeah, absolutely. She did She did well in the short period that she got last season. Well, uh, Stacey, do you agree? It's a good, good, good signing for us? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's nice to have an actual centre-back at the club. The time she did have it with us last season, I thought she seemed pretty confident, confident there and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I was I was relatively happy with that signing. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good she's joining us, and uh, she'll be joined by another loan signing this time from Women's Super League champions Chelsea. Jamie Lee Napier arrived with much fanfare at Chelsea last season. She joined the London side from Hibernian. Uh, where she scored 22 goals in 33 matches and was named Scottish Women's Premier League Player of the Year. Napier featured just four times for Chelsea last season, but will have had world-class coaching since joining them. This one took me a bit by surprise, Stacey, but it's a superb um, signing for the club. Definitely. um, It come a bit out of nowhere. I had no little rumblings about it or anything, especially to have it a few hours before kick-off. And I'm, I'm assuming it was quite a late deal because you could kind of tell from today's game that she didn't seem to know the girls as well as um, perhaps some of the other players did. But yeah, I think it's a cracking little signing for us. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how she progresses over the season. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I expect much more to come from her compared to what we saw today. It's obviously just the first game. And um, Kaz, it's obviously Chelsea have got so many good striking options and forward attacking options now this season that someone like Jamie Lee Napier has to go elsewhere to get game time. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's a few more players in that squad that could probably go out on loan because I don't think they're going to get many minutes within Chelsea. I think there's like different clubs as well with the same problem. The squad's getting bigger and how would you keep all these players happy? Do you know what I mean? I would take a couple more Chelsea players on loan if if Emma wants to loan them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, on the bench today, you had Pernil Harder, uh, Aaron Cuthbert and there was another one. I can't remember who it was. It was... Beth England. Beth England, that's the one, sorry. I can't believe I forgot the second best scorer last season. Loads of attacking options there and they were they're just the ones on the bench. So yeah, Chelsea, very good squad they have. 
Our final signing to date is Destiny Toussaint, who previously played for women's championship side London Bees. She missed the entirety of last season due to injury, but we will be hoping that's a thing of the past now. What do you make of this signing, Kaz? She's not played in over a year, but Carla has obviously seen something in in her during her time in the women's championship. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't know a lot about her. Um, obviously, being in a lower league, and I don't really watch the championship. Obviously, following the Blues, but I hear great things about her. I do follow her on social media, so that's all right. Um, I can see what she's been up to. Other than that, I, I couldn't tell you a lot, but I'm excited to see what she can bring. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in the same same boat. I haven't really heard much about her, but um, Stacey, are you in the same boat or are you you got more knowledge? I vaguely remember applying for Villa. Vaguely. Um, from what I can remember, casting, trying to cast my very old mind back to that now, she seemed all right. Like Obviously, this was a few years ago now and the standard of football's come along and I think it's just going to be a case of wait and see what she can do. Um, like you said, I don't think anyone knows much about her. She hasn't played for over a year, so you, it's not even like the memories that you might have seen are in a very fresh in your mind. I'll give her a few games before I start to judge her, I think. Yeah, that's I think that's fair enough. And hopefully there's more signings to come. We've got four days left till the transfer window closes. We've got no rumours or speculations to talk about on this show, but hopefully we'll see a few more names coming in before the end of that transfer window when it closes. Molly Green. Maybe. <laughs> we, sh- we, we, will, we will certainly see. We've put it off long enough, though. We will talk about the game from today. It was Brighton to Birmingham City nil. Before the game, we saw that Abby Grant was out due to a knock. Lily Simpkin wasn't even on the bench. And Heidi Logan, who's coming back from a long-term injury, she wasn't involved either. Rachel Corsi was also on the bench. One of the big talking points of the, of the game early on was that Rebecca Holloway was playing at left back. Was that a surprise for you, Kaz? Yeah, like considering you had Sarah and Harriet, who could have probably interchanged on the uh, the flanks, it was a surprise. But I tell you what, she did an all right job. She did better there than what she did at centre-back last season. I think it's a case of you've got more freedom to go forward and such from that sort of yeah. position and you don't have to rely on... You're not the last line of defence in terms of if you make a mistake, it's not the end of the world, like if you're a centre-back. So it's a stroke of genius if if this is what Carla's decided to do, do with Rebecca Holloway this season. So um, what about you, Stacey? What do you think? Yeah, I thought she played, she played really well there. Um, I was very shocked at the team sheet full stop when it first came out. I was like, so-and-so's going to play here, who's going to play there? But then this could be this and then... I didn't know how he was setting up or anything when the team sheet came out to that. But I was mostly probably surprised at the fact that Bex was at left back on on every single time that I looked at it in every single formation that I was thinking might be possible. I always had Bex at centre-back with Georgia. Literally, I went to Kaz, I was like, she's at left back? Yeah, it, it did shock me, but I thought she did really well there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the first half was nil-nil after 45 minutes. Nessa Kagman's effort was turned onto the bar by Hannah Hampton. Danielle uh, Bowman also hit the bar from a free kick. Uh, Claudia Walker, I thought, did quite well as the lone striker, holding the ball up and playing in others early on. It was a, there was a quite a quick tempo from Blues early on, at least, looking to get the ball forward quickly. The midfield, though, we were losing that one-on-one battles, starting to win more tackles would be a, would be a good thing. And... Uh, yeah, it looked like Brighton uh, grew into the game, at least in the first half, Kaz. Yeah, I definitely agree. Overall, they were the better team. I don't know what I was expecting from us. I, I had really high hopes today going into the game. Obviously, we didn't know much about if Abby was playing or not. Brighton were the better team. But um, there's a couple of positives from it. 
my player of the match by by a mile was definitely Claudia Walker. The way she held the ball up, she was trying to do things on her own. The only thing that lacked today was the midfield for me. Like there was no help whatsoever for Claudia, any of the players. I think Christy Murray broke free a couple of times, but I definitely can't wait to see if we bring any more strikers in because I definitely think we are going to be lacking goals if we can't get players in over the next couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we struggled for goals last season as well. And obviously we're losing a few players, which got him the assists like Lucy Stone last season is going to have an effect. And as we go into the second half then, so Megan Connolly turned in the first goal. She fired in a lovely effort from outside the box that beat Hannah Hampton in goal. Anessa Kagman then doubled the lead two minutes later when she was run unmarked in the box and then she headed home from short range. We couldn't get out in really much out of our half in the second half, really. There was no options off the bench to help either. Uh, Emma Kelly came on for Chloe McCarran. Toussaint came on for Napier. The passing, I think, really needs some work in training in the next few few days, really. It looked like we couldn't really string a lot of passes together. We, I don't know if that was nerves or just the pressure of the situation they found themselves in, but often the ball was overhit, took out of play, or just given back to the, the other team, Stacey. In the second half, especially, we had two runs into the, their half, and both of them came from Harriet, which I think pretty much sums up the second half of the game. First half, I, I genuinely thought we started brighter than Brighton, but they definitely grew into the game. There was too much of a gap between our midfield and our forward line, and we just didn't create anything and didn't look like we was going to create anything. And uh, that, for me, is a worry going forward. I disagree with Kaz. I don't think Christy Murray offered anything going forward whatsoever. She seemed a little bit lost to me today. I know she can actually play much better than what she did. Uh, I know it's first game and she's playing with people, like I said, like in midfield with um, Jamie Lee that has probably literally only just come in. And I think with a bit of time and obviously maybe a few more additions and I think we did miss Abby Grant today. I'm trying to stay optimistic, but I'm very much a glass half empty girl. Yeah, I think with Abby, she brings so much energy to that front line that you can help to... Uh, get ease some pressure off on the the midfield and with the likes of um, McCarran coming in the midfield she's very young still and coming into the WSL for her first uh, game in this league it was really tough for her and she and she was maybe trying to do a bit too much to try and impress and she was losing the ball a bit too much but hopefully with the more experience that she gets in this league she'll get better and uh, similar with uh, Napier as well I don't think she really got into the game that much a few niggly fouls she gave away but I think as you say, she's really new to the club and obviously she'll need time to bed in as well. I think it's just a case of we need to do better. Our next bit of news then is that um, we were appointed new captains this week. Harriet Scott was named club captain and Christy Murray was named team captain. It wasn't too clear, Stacey, when they first announced this, uh, but from what I can gather, Murray will be the captain on the field. Uh, what do you make of the appointments? Yeah, so Kaz had the exact same reaction that I think most people did was I thought Harriet was captain. I kind of saw it more from the view of, I didn't think Harriet was going to be leading the team due to her studies, which is, I think, what they actually said in the article. I think Christie's an obvious choice, to be fair. She was my choice before it was announced. Harriet is a great leader. She's a great ambassador for the club. Two great appointments, I think. uh, I think they were the best two for the job. I'm not too familiar with Murray outside of the fact that she was at Liverpool last season, but I trust uh, Carla's decisions on these matters. As for Harriet, uh, she's someone I'm a big fan of. She's someone who gives everything for the team, transitioned into that central position last season to help out. 
and was there to tutor the likes of Rebecca Holloway and Lily Simpkin. Throw in the fact that, as uh, Stacey mentioned, she's studying for a medical degree on the side of a professional football career and you have to tip up your hat at her. I don't think many people would have the drive to succeed in two fields at the same time. Kaz, do you have any thoughts on this? Oh, I, I think Harriet's an absolute ledge, do you know what I mean? Full-time studying and then obviously being a professional footballer at the same time. I take my hat off to the lass or any any other person that's got two jobs like that going. I couldn't think of two better players, actually, to be captain of the club after Kez left. Yeah, absolutely. And best of luck to Christy and Harriet going forward as they lead our team into this new era of Birmingham City. That's all for part one. Coming up after the break, we look ahead to the next weekend's game against Manchester United. Welcome back to Greats in 68. I'm here with Kaz and Stacey. Let's turn our attentions to next weekend then as we welcome Manchester United to Damson Park. A few transfers they brought in. A familiar face, Lucy Staniforth from Birmingham. Ona Battel from Levante and Ivana Fuso from FC Basel. The last time we saw Lucy Staniforth in action, she was sent off playing for Blues against another former side, Sunderland. Her two-match suspension ended today after missing the Chelsea game, so she should be back next week. Friend of the show, Molly Hudson, described owner battle as rapid, uh, so we have to expect her to have a lot of pace next, uh, being an issue next week. Mailing will need to be ready for that. Kaz, what do you think of the signings that Man United have brought in so far? They've obviously got some, some rumoured ones yet to sign, but so far for those three mentioned. Oh, yeah, like no dispute when Casey Stoney's did a fantastic job bringing players in and keeping hold of the players that she had, especially with the injuries that Manchester United have picked up as well at the minute. Um, I'm hearing that Lucy Staniforth's picked up a slight knock. Martha Harris is in a boot. Jess is out with a back injury, so she's out for four or five weeks. They're like major players for Man United, so obviously the players have brought in are like fantastic, but like you said, there's the rumoured ones as well, which if they have signed and they're playing against us next week, then I wouldn't like to be a player on that pitch. Even the team that she put out today, like I watched a bit of the Chelsea game and they dominated the game. Like Chelsea, OK, the players they had, but Man United looked a different t- team in the second half. So I think Casey's got a right good old team there. Manchester United got a 1-1 draw against the reigning champions this weekend. Leah Golton cancelling out Sam Kerr's early goal. Did this result surprise you, Kaz? Yes, in the end, because obviously the team that Chelsea put out and the bench that they had. But after watching, I think I watched pretty much the second half, like watching our game and then watching, I think there was a half an hour difference, wasn't there? So I watched the first half on my tablet. So... First half, they looked a bit slow and I think they respected Chelsea too much. They showed them too much respect. But I think once Casey got the point over at half-time, they came out. For me, they were the better team and I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to be challenging for the top three this season. Yeah, I mean, United finished fourth last season and will no doubt be up there again this season, fighting for a place in that competitive top six or so places with suggestions that Kristen Press and Tobin Heath are all but signed for them too. It'll be a strong United side once more. The only question left to ask is when did Heath and Press enter the country? If it's less than two weeks before Sunday's game, at least we'll be safe from having to deal with those two. What do you expect from United on Sunday, Stacey? I expect a very difficult game. 
I can't actually see us after today getting a result against United. I think Casey's set up a really strong, solid team. Again, echoing what Kaz said, like watching the second half and a bit of the first half today, I think Man United don't want to be talking about top three. I think they want to be in the mix as actual contenders to win it this year. I think I think Casey's, that's what she's striving for. She doesn't want to be our they're looking to get to the top three. She wants their names in and around the likes of your Chelsea's, your Arsenal's and your Man City's. And I think uh, today proved, especially in the second half, that maybe we should be paying a little bit more attention to Man United. And um, I can't see us getting anything from next Sunday. I just hope that we try and keep it as tight as possible. But United are hard to break down as well. So it's just, yeah, I've, uh, I'm worried. But yeah. I was surprised when I looked at the team sheet, I didn't think Man United had a chance realistically today. And then obviously they come out and do that performance against Chelsea. And it's, it certainly raised my eyebrows about how good United can be this season when they get some of the players back as well. So I'm not convinced it'll be enough, as you say. Um, but I think maybe a few tactical tweaks ahead of next week's game could help. I would bring in Lily Simpkin at right back, that which would then free up Sarah Mailing to play elsewhere. And I think... We need more fight in that midfield. And I think if you put Mailing in there at the centre of the park, it might turn up and uh, make a difference. And then that, again, frees up Lucy Whip to play further forward. Lucy Whip should not be playing in the position she played today. Yeah, as a holding midfielder, yeah. <laughs> she might as well have not been there today. She she couldn't affect the game. I would have loved to have seen Corsi come on. Uh, I don't know why she didn't. I don't know whether she's not fully fit or what. But um, obviously... The, the the formation that we were playing today with a, a defensive midfield holding midfielder like that would have been perfect for Corsi. So I'd definitely like to see that change. Kaz, if you were the manager, what would you make different ahead of the United game? If Simpkins fit, I'd play Simpkin. Take out Lucy Whip. Didn't think she was even in the game today. So I'd bring in Rachel Carson for that. I'm sorry to say I didn't even realise Connie Schofield was on the pitch which is, is so frustrating because I I love Connie a bit, but I think she's more of a coming off the bench type of player than playing. So obviously if Abby's fit, obviously that's where you're going to have to change. We definitely need a goal, score, a goal scorer. So whether Molly comes in or somebody else comes in between now and the 10th, that's the only things I would change. The back four, they didn't look threatened. If you know what I mean, like last season when people were running at the back for you, you were like, oh, rubbish. Like, they're going to score here. But today, it took one long range effort to beat Hannah Hampton and basically a tapping where we switched off. So the only thing I would change is probably try and get a better midfield and a striker. Yeah, I think the, I think the midfield battle is where it's going to be won and lost on uh, next weekend and going forward. I think we need to find out who fits the best position in that and then try and work off that. Prediction time. Now it's time for everyone's favourite part of the show, the predictions. Let's see how everyone fared last week. Chris predicted Blues would win 2-1 with McCarran getting the goal. That wasn't right. I predicted 1-0 Blues win with Claudia Walker scoring and that wasn't right. Cass predicted 2-1 to Blues with Grant and Walker scoring and that wasn't right. And Stacey predicted 2-0 to Blues with Walker scoring and that wasn't right. So no points for the first week of this. So hopefully we can improve going forward. Birmingham City versus Manchester United then. Stacey, how about you kick us off? 
I think we will lose 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. Do you want to predict a scorer for a bonus point? Katie Zellum. Katie Zellum, okay. Kaz, how about you? So I'm going to say 4-0 United. And, and, and a scorer of Kaz? I really, I, re- I really hope none of the players are listening to this because this is going to do their confidence no good. It's nothing to do with them. It's just Man United are a better team. Abby McManus. Abby McManus, the person who scored an own goal against us for <laughs> again in our game against us when she played for Man City. It's coming back to get revenge eventually. Okay, so Kaz has gone for 4-0 with McManus scoring. Stacey's gone for Selham to score and it was 2-0, I believe she said. And I'm going to go for 3-1 to Man United with Claudia Walker getting our goal. That's all for this week's show. Thanks to Kaz and Stacey for joining me. You've been listening to the Greats in 68 podcast. And from all of us, thanks for listening. And remember to keep right on.